Welcome back to Show Me What You Got. And right about now, joining me in the studio, first time in Darwin, one of the very few big and respected names in women's officiating in the game of basketball. Now she has refed in NBL games, WNBL games, being over to America where she was part of the G League Next Generation camp to pick up the next referees for the G League. And now she's up here doing her thing with the JD8 official grooming the next generation of referees. Jackie Dover in the building here in Darwin doing her thing, doing a bunch of um, officiating clinics, refereeing clinics and Grooming the next stage of international referees up here. What's happening, Jackie? What's going on? <laughs> Not too much. Enjoying the heat again. <laughs> the sweaty heat, yeah. man. <laughs> Tell me about your experience in Darwin. You've been here for a, for a few days now. You know, is this your first time up here? Yeah, first time to Darwin. Awesome. What's your experience been like so far? I've seen a lot of the Basel Stadium, um, <laughs> which is good. So the next uh, half a day before my flight out, we'll go check out the scenery and right. see all the the nice clear ocean and yeah. go enjoy the heat. <laughs> yeah, you can't swim though. Be careful out there, man. Yeah. The crocs will get you. <laughs> but of course, Jackie, first of all, we got to ask, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, and how you got into refereeing the game of basketball at the high level. Um, so I guess background on me is a uh, basketball family. Grew mm. up on the Gold Coast, um, spent a lot of time at the courts between yeah. mum and dad coaching and helping run the association down there. Yeah. Um, and basketball family, you kind of look up to your older sisters and you want to you wanna be a basketballer too. So yeah. a lot of time on the court as a player. Um, Officiating-wise, injury a few years ago um, helped me realise that making it to the top level as a player wasn't going to happen. I think I knew that before the injury um, when you sit on the bench that much. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, refereeing-wise, that was kind of a blessing in disguise, an injury, get back on the court refing. Um, and then that's kind of just uh, taken off, I guess, since then and have been able to progress and continue to try to learn and understand the game from an officiating point of view with right. my, hopefully, understanding of the game as a player and a coach from my experiences in that. So. Yeah. yeah. And I've had I've had one or two referees on this show before and I've always I've asked them this question. I'm asking you the same thing. Does playing the game actually give you an added advantage over a referee who has never played the game before? And what is the difference? Um, I'm not sure if it's like an advantage as such, but yeah. I know my first couple of years since taking refereeing seriously, yeah. uh, if you ask me rules, probably <laughs> couldn't give you the correct rule book answer. <laughs> right. But I think the understanding of the game and having been involved, you understand what the players are wanting out of certain situations. Like right. a, would a, cow, a, a call, would you want that called or do you want that little uh, nudge to be left and then play on and get the game flow going so we've got a nice product out there. So yeah. I guess to a degree it's probably an understanding, understanding basketball because basketball's not just rules, it's not just coaching, it's not just playing, it's got to be a combined effort. So gotcha. the more experience you can get in all three areas, I think the more beneficial it is for the game itself. Gotcha. And w what makes a perfect referee? Uh, is think, there anything like a perfect referee? <laughs> <laughs> I think the ability to communicate. Uh, oh. I think all parties will never all agree 100% of the time of the game, but if yeah. you can communicate and have the understanding that it's an emotional game for everybody, mm. uh, but communicate, be the calm, and, and come out with an outcome, might not be right, wrong uh, for either party, but yeah, if you can communicate, explain, understand how people are feeling, yeah. Uh, and yeah, have the respect for the game, to for the product, then I think that's a that makes a pretty good official. Right, and calm you are, you're always calm on the court looking, <laughs> calm and collected, whatever the heat of the game is, but um, you've been referring for about 12 years now from your junior days, you know, um, ref at the highest level, you know, run us through some of your experiences, you know, you've refed some NBL games up here in Australia, WNBL games, you know, you did the semifinals last year, um, 
went down for the NBA G League as well. You know, tell, talk us through some of these experiences you've had and what your highest point of officiating the game of basketball has been so far. Uh, I think for a game sense, uh, definitely the semi-final for right. the WNBL. That was at Canberra. Yeah. We had a pretty big crowd. That was yeah. cool. I remember at one point in the game, just running down to lead positioning, looking right. around, and the, like the ball was still in the backcourt. I kind of had that that moment that to kind of go, oh, this is pretty cool. <laughs> the crowd's into it. It was a good game. So definitely on the court, that that was definitely it. Um, the yeah. Cairns um, type ends and Perth series I did a few years ago for preseason yeah. for NBL. Mm. That was cool too. You always got your North Queensland crowd are real into it. Right. Um, and that was my expert first like taste of NBL, I guess. Yeah. And that's nothing compared to an actual season game, um, I would assume. But yeah, the the coolest and I guess best experience was that G League tryouts over in the states last year. Amazing. Um, and hopefully that can kind of pan out to something more. But we're just got to be patient during 2020. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, but yeah, that close practice, that high level uh, athlete environment. You right. got scouts everywhere um, for the players, and they. It was probably the best experience in terms of you didn't have any players complaining to you because yeah. they're trying to impress the scouts. So right. you've got 10, <laughs> 10 guys out on the court just playing hard Good basketball point. and you get to ref it and no one's Good reacting because the scouts aren't going to want someone doing yeah. that. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> Were you nervous at any point in that stage? Oh, the entire three days. <laughs> I was trying to learn pro mechanics, pro rules. Right. They run different rules to us here. Yeah, they um, do. And then every me trying to understand everybody over there with yeah. certain accents, but them True. also understanding I spoke fast and obviously in a different accent to yeah. them, so then repeating myself. But right. yeah, I was pretty nervous but exciting at the same time. That's amazing. And then what would you what would you be your pick? Men's games or women's games? I That's prefer the women's for the execution of plays. Okay. Yes. Uh, and I prefer the men's for your the energy. Um, it comes in the women's too, but the guys. Is that high tempo, fast pace, dunks, that sort of stuff? You right. get the best seat in the house for that. So, yeah. but women's for basketball. I right. think they execute basketball a, a bit better than the men sometimes. Oh. Right about it, you're in Darwin here, running a clinic. You know, you've been here for a couple of days. You know how? What has the clinic been like, and what has been the essence of running this up here in Darwin? Um, so it's been a really cool experience. We went to Alice Springs first yeah. um, with Brad and Courtney from DBA. Right. Uh, and then we got to come up here and do it with their guys too. So for, for JDA, it was the biggest attendance for our camp. So I was wow. pretty stoked with that. Um, they got a really high energy uh, committed referees here. Yeah. So that was really cool to be able to work with them. Yep. Uh, but we kind of worked a lot on applying practicing stuff off the court um, mm. by practicing like your signals, how you're going to communicate, how yeah. we can be better communicators out there. So just getting comfortable with talking all the time. So yeah. then you're in a, a non-competitive environment to practice, kind of like going out and shooting shots. You're yeah. practicing it in a more in relaxed environment. So then in game, it's, it's easier to do. Uh, so we focused a lot on that. Uh, focus a lot on their culture, what they want for the the association from themselves. Mm. So then we're getting one of the best competitions up here in yeah. Darwin. So if it, if it comes from the referees and the players and everyone's practicing, mm. you, it's going to be the place to, that you want to be to play. So. Absolutely. We're looking forward to that. And um, just real quick, over the years, you know, I've been here for a while and um, there's been a little, you know, I don't want to say conflict because that's not a good word to use between players and, and referees up here, you know, maybe with players feeling disgruntled about refs not calling the right way or referees being disgruntled about players overreacting or reacting the wrong way. Now, in your opinion, in your professional opinion, what would be the best way to handle situations like that and how can we bridge this gap between players and refs up here in the north? Yeah, so we covered that a bit and I, I think it comes down to 
the players understanding the referees are learning and, and weekly games is it can lead to frustration yeah. over time. But um, it's kind of coming in with that fresh, clean mindset every game. Mm. Um, and then everyone working to the best of their ability to get the outcome. So for referees, we have a really large focus on being a communicator um, and trying to explain stuff when you blow your whistle, tell the players, well, why did you blow it? And right. then what's happening next? Because then automatically you don't have the reaction of, oh, who was that on? Or if you're verbalising it, telling them who made the foul and what it was, Correct. we kind of eliminate some of that emotional reaction right at the start. Mm. Um, but I think to bridge that gap, it has to be away from the court. You have to build rapport. You have to stuff like having a session when there's a new rule that comes out, getting your referees to run it for your players and your coaches so there's a greater understanding of Fair. the changes that are coming out. For yeah. us, it's hard to go out there and apply new rules because yeah. we're the same as you. We've had the same rules for so long. So we're trying to do it. There's not the understanding so much from the players and the coaches because they don't understand the rule completely. True. So bridging that away from the court yeah. creates a better environment on the court. So. Absolutely. Hopefully we step in the right direction for that to happen. Um, what's next for Jackie, though? Uh, for me? Yes. Uh, head up north in four weeks. So okay. we go into the hub that the WNBL just announced yes, yesterday. Yes, correct. Are you excited about that? Yeah, of I'm really <laughs> um, fortunate to get selected for that. Oh, but yeah. um, Townsville's home for me. I was up there for 10 years, hence yeah. I'm enjoying the heat up here. But yeah, yeah I'm excited to go up, uh, get to be a full-time referee for yeah. six weeks, uh, ref basketball. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be the best and most challenging competition, but yeah. in terms of consistency and what the players and coaches can expect from us is you've got 14 referees all working together wow. every two, three days, yeah. debriefing games. It's probably going to be the best uh, in terms of consistency and, mm. and teamwork and what they know they're going to get each game, which yeah. will probably be a really good outcome for the players and coaches. Absolutely. Going by what the WNBL, I'm sorry, WNBA and the NBA bubble has been like, you know, hopefully we'll have the same level of excitement and very happy games going on. Um, but before we let you go, any last words for referees or young ones out there who want to take up a sport or officiate like you, be a referee, you know, and shoot for the stars? Uh, I think if playing like me isn't the greatest avenue for you to go down, <laughs> uh, officiating at a, at a younger age prepares you for adult life in terms of communication and conflict and right. stuff. It's not always enjoyable, but the enjoyable ones far outweigh the other. And it, it opens opportunity in this day and age, like for me to go to the States last year, that's nothing I would have ever imagined. And, and it, hopefully it takes me across the world. So um, put in the commitment that you would as a player to your refereeing, um, and it's going to open a lot of opportunity for you. Right, put in a commitment, you will, as a player, just as a referee. Great words by Jackie Dover, right? There. Thank you so much for coming on the program, Jackie. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Jackie Dover right there, standout local, and I think we can add international to her resume since she's been at the G League level, and the brain, the face, and the lady behind the JD8 official page growing and inspiring the next generation of referees and officials in the game of basketball for the full version of my chat with jackie be sure to jump onto the territoryfm.com slash podcast and catch on to that interview and many others but coming up next is the young but very gifted coach of the mendel aces football club up here in the northern territory daniel mccormick talks about trying to end a 36 year old drought faced by the club while i caught up with him before his matchup with casarina football club in the NTFL football finals.